Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, oh, oh. What is up, everybody? And welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys Schedule Release Party Edition. I am Jeff Cavanaugh from 971 The Freak. And he is Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver from DallasCowboys.com and all the other places. Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Now, look, I know it's not original, but this is what you have to do when the schedule comes out. You go through all 17, you pick win or loss. We see who comes up with the right record. Whoever ends up closest wins a steak dinner. Those are the rules. This is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Uh, we can also, you know, tell you which one of these ones to pick the Cowboys to win or lose. They got the latest odds and lines, player reports. Got you covered. Bet online, your sports information headquarters this season for all your sports wagering needs basketball, MLB, hockey, UFC, boxing the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, Jesse. What's up? How you living? I'm good, man. Schedule's out. I can tell you this, when the schedules come out, when I was a player, there was two things that, it was just kind of three things that you did. First thing that you did was you saw who you opened up with. First thing off the gate, who do we open up with? The second thing that you do is, at least I did, I went and saw November and December. Who and where were we going in November and December? Because I did not want to go to cold places in November and <laughs> December. I just, I just didn't. And then lastly, you look and you saw how many primetime games you had, right? You already knew that you, if you're a cowboy, you know Thanksgiving, you're on, right? But you wanted to see how many Monday night, how many Sunday night, how many Thursday night football games that you had. So we got the schedulers out. Now we get the chance to go through it and run it down and see what we like, what we don't like, how things are going to shake out and, and be absolutely right or absolutely wrong because football is fluid and things happen between now and September and January 7th when the season ends. But, you know, right now, the Cowboys are batting a thousand. Yeah, yeah, we're kicking ass right now, undefeated. Uh, okay, so the way we got to do it is we just go week by week. We got the whole schedule in front of us. You and I are both going to say if it's a win or a loss, Jesse. And okay. at the end of it, we're going to add up who has what record and whoever's closest at the end of the year. <laughs> steak dinner bet done. 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 Undefeated in steak dinner bets. You you you, you narrowly won last year with the CD Lamb bet, but you definitely didn't win. 1,300 yards. Formulas in the Super Chat. Party at Jeff's and pool fund. Schedule predictions, please, fellas. It's going down. Week one, Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Dub. Yeah, I said I said dub, too. That's yeah, there's dub. not much to do with that one. Like, the, the Giants have Daniel Jones at quarterback, and if there's a – whoever does the believe in the Giants, uh, you guys can just go ahead and cut this audio, save it for later. Dak owns the Giants. Daniel Jones ain't very good, and he's making a bunch of money. Uh, the NFC East is going to be better this year, for sure. I mean, hell, nobody had a losing record last year. But the Giants, <laughs> they ain't it. Cowboys beat the Giants easy. Easy. I don't know if I go easy. I definitely go dub. And I'm maybe one of the only few people on this side of the country that thinks – I I don't I, I believed when they hired Dayball a year ago, I just think – what he did with Josh Allen, you saw the turnovers come down last year with Daniel Jones. He, I mean, the best receiver that Daniel Jones had last year was Sterling Shepard. Like Sterling Shepard was his best receiver, and I think they're going to keep adding weapons around him, and he's going to get a little bit better. So, 
Uh, the NFC East will be a a conference to be reckoned with. Um, and I, I do think dub to open up the year for the Cowboys against the Giants, but it won't be it won't be as easy as we think it is. No, it is true that uh, since they got rid of GM, got rid of head coach, upgraded at both, like the Giants are no longer uh, a laughing stock. They're at least relevant, and they could be pretty good. Uh, but you know, it's the Cowboys, and with Dak at quarterback in the NFC East, what's his record like? Nine hundred sixty-three and three. Like, yeah, and it ain't gonna be the Giants. Gotcha. How about week two? September 17th, by the way, the Giants is Sunday Night Football. September 17th on a Sunday at 325 versus the New York Jets at home. Aaron Rodgers in the <laughs> building. Week two. I'll make you go first. You go first. That's an L. Aaron Rodgers owns AT&T Stadium. That's a that's an L for the Cowboys. They, they'll take that loss against Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson and company because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and when he comes to Cowboy Stadium, you might as well name that that A in AT&T for Aaron because he just does what he wants to the Cowboys. Now, maybe it may be different in this uniform. Maybe it was a Packer mystique from before. But, you know, he's bringing some of his boys, Lazard and Cobb, and he'll have Garrett Wilson and who else he'll have it, you know, in there. He's, there, he's still Aaron Rodgers to me, and he owns the Cowboys. And so until the Cowboys show me otherwise at home against Aaron Rodgers, I, I'm picking A.A. Rod. I'm just going to tell you that I want to pick the Cowboys because Aaron Rodgers with his whole, I'm going into the darkness. And when I emerge from the darkness, I'll know what I want to do. And then he emerged from the darkness and said he didn't know what he wanted to do and all that crap. Like that dude is not all in anymore. Uh, I think he's got one year left and he just hates the Packers. But I do think that they're, uh, they're going to beat the Cowboys in week two. They're going to beat the Cowboys in week two. Yeah. It, let me say this. And a lot of people don't really realize this. And I think you realize this because in your time, you've had opportunity to spend time with professional athletes, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, whatever it may be. These are weird dudes. Like, like professional athletes, I, I know we glorify them on the field or on the court or in their respective fields. But you know, like, these are some weird, like, they, they have weird beliefs. They have weird understandings. They have weird way they approach things. They have weird diets. They have weird, I mean, just all around, there they are some, so when Aaron Rodgers does that stuff, I, I think he does it because he loves the attention. He always wants that. He yearns for that. And he's going to get all the attention that he can handle in New York. So, um, yeah, he's still Aaron Rodgers to me, and he still owns the Cowboys. So, yeah. I wonder if anybody, when he plays on the uh, in week one, when Aaron Rodgers is quarterbacking the New York Jets in a week one game on September 11th, if anybody's going to ask him about September 11th. Of course. It's New York. Of course someone is. Of course someone is. And they're going to get a weird, wild answer. Yeah. Do you remember the Jordan? Did you see the Jordan Love interview? No. Okay, Jordan Love interview. I don't remember when exactly it was, but he was talking about Aaron Rodgers. And he was like, yeah, first thing that he kind of said to me was like something along the lines of, September 11th. You believe that? Look it up. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, God. And now he's playing in New York. And I believe they open against maybe Buffalo or something. Yeah. On Buffalo. September 11th. And I just yeah. wonder if he's going to be like, what do you think, man? Oh, it's coming. Week three at Arizona. Dub. Arizona Dub. did take a shot at the Cowboys in their schedule release, though. They took a shot at everybody. Uh the one at the Cowboys was, let me see if I can find it, because I do think their social media person might be getting fired because of the one that they did against the Rams. But let me see if I can pull up what they said about the Cowboys. It was a picture of Dak, and their schedule release was, oh, no, did they delete the whole thing? 
Did they delete the whole thread? No, they didn't. Okay, here we go. Scrolling down. Show me the Cowboys won. All right, it's a picture of Dak walking off of a field after losing to the 49ers, looking down and like holding his face mask. And then the song they picked for the Cowboys was Post Malone. Mm. And the song is I Fall Apart. Mm. Yeah, so they took shots. And, and that's cool. Like, this is the day for the social media teams to try to get their shine on. Yeah. But hey, Cardinals, you suck. Roasting everybody when you're about to go five and 12, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, that's a dub for the Cowboys. I, we don't even have to go into that. Uh, we can just move on to the next one. That's a dub. New England. 325 October 1st. This is week four. New England Patriots at home for the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys go to three and one right here, man. I think this is nice? this is a, this is a this nice early season three and one situation. Yeah, I think Bill Belichick hates his quarterback. Um, and yeah, so yeah, nice and easy there. At San Francisco, Sunday night football, week five. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. That's an L. <laughs> That's an L. Um, and I know they're going to say, who's that quarterback? Is it Trey Lance? Is it Brock Purdy? Whoever. It's a dub um, for the Niners. Is it Sam Darnold, who Sam Darnold. Hand said today has played at a high level in this league for a long time? What do you want him to say? I mean, he also said that he's one of the best throwers in 49ers history, right? Um, like, I don't know, man. Uh, what about the truth? What about, uh, man, no, this, this guy has no. – you don't have to say it this way, but something along the lines of he sucked his whole career and been very disappointing, uh, but we think he's a talented guy and we're no. going to see what we can get out of him. This is this is the time of the year where we have to do everything we can to build all the confidence that we can into this guy because we're probably going to need him uh, with the news that we got about Brock Purdy. I'm, I'm almost certain and almost positive Trey Lance is not the answer. Like – I think they 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 swung and they completely missed on that Trey Lance situation, so they they may be looking because nothing against Trey Lance, but Trey Lance is 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 an athletic guy who can play quarterback. I, I don't want to do the whole black and white intelligent not intelligent thing like, but this offense Brock Purdy strived in this offense because he was able to pick up all the small little nuances in the offense, the 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 mental part of. Um, this type of offense, of, of, of a Kyle Shanahan's type of offense. And so I, I think you may see Sam Darnold be at quarterback, but the way they're going to run the football and be physical with the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys drafted this year to play the 49ers. And this is going to be a really good test early in the year because you're probably going to face them in the playoffs at the end of the year. So the Mozzie Smith picks and the, and the, and the, and the getting kind of, uh, you know, bringing back your safeties and really solidifying your outside with signing um, – Stephon Gilmore, it, it was a it was a we need to beat the Niners when it comes down to it. But uh, I got them losing Week Five Sunday Night Football to the 49ers. Cowboys beat the 49ers Ooh. in Week Five, uh, just because it's about time. Plus, as I'm looking at the schedule, what I do with my schedule picks 
is if it's a coin flip, I just remember which way I went on a coin flip and I go the other way on my next coin flip. And by the end of it, I will have nailed it and I'll get it just right. So the next week is Monday Night Football at the Los Angeles Chargers where I'm going to give the Cowboys an L because this is coin flip, coin flip. I'm going to go with a loss against the Chargers when you play uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and now Quentin Johnston with Justin Herbert. Another coin flip, this time road game. Jeff goes L. Yeah, I think that's an L, too. And if I'm the Cowboys, I don't even come back to Dallas. I stay right in L.A. I mean, I stay on the West Coast. and I No, just... you don't, because they got the bye next. Yeah, so you just stay there. You're going to stay yeah. for two weeks? You, you, you play on Sunday. You do your preparation all week to stay for the Chargers game, which is Monday night. Uh, and then you go on your bye. Oh, oh, you're saying San Francisco and then to L.A. I thought right. you were talking about the Chargers because they have Chargers no, by no, no, no. Rams. No, 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 no. I'm saying Niners stay Chargers. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't make sense anyway because the Ram game is a home game. So right now, Jesse's got them three and three. I got them four and two. You go into your bye on October 29th in week eight. But for their seventh game, we are hosting the Los Angeles Rams. It's a dub. They come off two back-to-back losses from me. You go into the bye. Dak comes to the podium. He says, I'm going to be better. We have to be better. Mike McCarthy says that we're going to do everything that we can to get better. We're a better football team than this. All the spiel that we have, they go into the bye. They come out of the bye, and they're arrested, and they take on at home a Los Angeles Rams team, and they blow the doors off the Rams at home against my man crush Monday, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, uh, Aaron Donald. Excuse me. Yeah, I think they're going to smoke the Rams too because I think the Rams are going to suck. Um, again. Because they did that the thing that you do to try to win a Super Bowl, and it worked out for them, and now their roster is ass. So I think that they're going to destroy the Rams. And I do want to go backwards just real quick, because I'll be interested to hear, because we both put Chargers loss. I just want to see Kellen Moore's press conference after that game if they beat the Cowboys. I just wanted to see him go up there and just be like, yeah, I disagree with Mike about how to run offense. That's why we hung 40. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, okay, so we're one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven games. We're going into game number eight, week number nine. This will be at Philadelphia, 3.25 p.m. Um, however you want to do this, I'm splitting the Philadelphias. Like, so, yeah, I'm splitting, I'm splitting the Phillies. So I don't – I mean – I'm just going to give it to the. I'm going to give it to the Eagles when they're at home. I'm going to give it to the Cowboys when they're at home. So this one's a road game. I'm saying you lose to the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can go. I'll go with you on a loss because it's going to be either way for me. We're splitting the Philadelphia game versus the New York Giants, three twenty-five the next week. Dub, dub. This is a tougher schedule. They do have one of the three or five hardest schedules in the league this year, but we'll see when we get to the end of it. At Carolina, welcome Whoa. to the Bryce Young party. Um, you're going to beat the rookie quarterback. Dub. Versus the Washington Commanders. Dub. Shout out to my boy Sam Howell. Dub. Versus the Seattle Seahawks. This is interesting. This one is interesting. This is interesting. You know what I, I love about <laughs> Seattle is I think Seattle has the best wide receiver core in football now. They took Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round mm -hmm. to go with Metcalf and Lockett. I think that's the best receiver core in the NFL. And Geno, I mean, last year was good. Yeah. He was good. He was. Hold on, let me see what I got coming up. Okay, I've got a Seattle, Philly, Buffalo. So I've got a coin flip in Seattle, coin flip in Buffalo. 
I will say mm. win over Seattle. So, okay. So here's here's my take on, on this one. And and I'm going I'm going dub. I mean I'm going L and here's why. Here's why I'm going L. That's my beeping in the background. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because you get to the part of the schedule right here where that November around Thanksgiving time, right? And so it's it's those, what do we have here? The 12th, the 9th, and the 23rd. It's like those three games in a couple of days. Guys are banged up. Guys are a little bit hurt. You get to that you get to that portion of the year where guys are kind of wearing down. This is where Michael Parsons is putting on that extra He's putting on that extra weight so he doesn't wear down into the season. But I think that Seattle game is going to be a physical, physical football game in that year. And they didn't—they don't quite catch their second breath just yet. It's after this game where they catch their second breath. So I'm going to have them losing to uh, Seattle. And that's going to be an Amazon Prime game on November 30th. Then we go to December 10th. Do you have so Amazon me- Prime? Do you have Amazon Prime? Are you a yeah, Prime member? Of course I do. Jesse, I live in Lake Highlands in a palatial estate. Yeah. 1,640 square feet, built in 1960. Palatial. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at home. We already had them lose on the road, so this is going to be a Sunday night football win against Philadelphia, and it's a long week to get ready for it. You beat Philadelphia the second time around. We good? Uh, yes, we dub. At the Buffalo Bills, and that is an L for <laughs> me because I'm just splitting between the Buffalo game and the Seattle game. Two coin flips. I'll say you win the home one, you lose the road one, December 17th at Buffalo 325. Bang, we cruise along. It's going to be cold. It's probably going to be snowing. You just don't go to those places and win those type of games in that type of environment. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have an a, a L for the Cowboys at Buffalo. At Miami is on Christmas Eve. That is a 325 game, and I just need to know, is Tua playing or is Tua retired at that point? I don't mean to make light of concussions, but I'm terrified for Tua, and I just feel like that once you've had that many, I'm like, when's the next one? Week two, week three, uh, and I'm scared for that man. If they have him, I think they got a decent shot to beat the Cowboys because I think they'll be very good. I think it's a coin flip if he's available at that point in the season. I'm going to say win. Interesting about Miami. There's two things I'm interested about Miami. One, I want to see, because you know when people go to Miami in December, they're going to put on their best. So I want to see the outfits that are going to be worn during this time. Okay. It's going to be about 70 to 80 degrees in Miami at this time. So I'm really interested to see what outfit Dak's going to have on, what C.D. Lamb going to put on, what is uh, J. Ron Curse going to wear, like all the fashion over guys that that they have on this team. Uh, But I got a dub in Miami. If this was basketball, this was the Miami – I mean, if this was the Dallas Mavericks, I would say L because anybody that goes to Miami during Christmas time and the weather is nice, they're going out the night before. But the Cowboys won't be allowed to do that. So I'm going to say it's going to be a dub for the Cowboys at Miami on Christmas Eve. All right, W. We go to hosting the Detroit Lions. That appears to be December 30th. If you played on the 17th, the 24th, and the 30th, that means that's going to be a Saturday game. Mm. Uh, and I am actually – just because I'm looking at the record I have the Cowboys at and I don't feel confident with how many wins I've given them, I'm giving them an L against Detroit. <laughs> Fighting Dan Campbell's, baby. I just this, don't think I don't think they're winning 13 games with a harder schedule. I think they're winning 12, so I had to back them up one time with the Detroit game. This is an interesting game. You know this game is going to be a physical game, right? You know this is going to be an extremely, extremely, extremely physical football game. And 
I'm I'm a fan of Dan Campbell and the way he has the Lions going. This is one of the this is a coin flip for me. Jameer this Gibbs, a, baby. This is a coin flip for me. Um, man, I I'm gonna say Dove, but I'm not confident. I'm gonna say I, hey, look. I think they're gonna beat the Lions. I just think I've given them too many wins so far somehow, but I don't know where. <laughs> Because I think 13 and four sounds crazy. I think when you get a top three hardest schedule to think that they're going to improve on last year's record, that sounds very ambitious. So I'm just trying to reel myself back in with a loss against a team I think they're going to beat. Okay. Week 17 at the Washington Commanders. Dub. Five and one in the NFC East. Dub. All right. And then, and, and then it comes down again to Philadelphia and the, and the Cowboys, and it comes to the schedule, right? It comes to it because I think they'll probably both be five and three. Um, and then it'll look at all the non-conference schedules and how it will play out, whether they'll win the division or not. Yeah. All right, so, Jesse, I have you with 11 wins and six losses. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I have them repeating 12 and five because it's what they go every year, which means that I'm right, and you're going to owe me a state, and that'll be good. So there you go. Cowboys schedule is released, and we just picked them all, and we're done, (laughs) and the Cowboys win 12 and five. Is that enough to win the division? Hell, if I know, we'll find out. <laughs> Next week, we'll do the Eagles schedule, and we'll see what their record ends up. How about that? No, I like it. Uh, does Does Dak lower his number of interceptions, or does he continue on that trend? Is this a new trend, or was that an admiration that he did last year? Uh, Dak lowers his interception numbers because if you guys need help out there, I'll help you with why Dak threw more picks. The answer is because Dak is not what people pretend Dak is. People pretend that Dak is a dink and dunk guy when actually Dak is one of the most aggressive quarterbacks in the NFL, and Dak is going to throw it past the sticks on third down. You can look it up. It's what he does. The reason he threw more picks is because on third down, five of those were targeting Noah Brown and or or Michael Gallup, who can't get open. So your quarterback scored a bunch of points. Why? Because he aggressively doesn't give up on drives. He threw a couple more picks. Why? Because he aggressively doesn't give up on drives, and you didn't have dudes that can get open. Brandon Cooks gets gets open better than Noah Brown or Simi Fihoko or whoever the hell. <laughs> <sighs> so that's that. Oh. Okay? You good, Jesse? I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm ready to get this thing, the season here. Let's get the season here. Rookie minicamp starts this Friday. Also, it means nothing, people. Just want to let you guys know. Rookie minicamp, OTAs, uh, veteran minicamp, all that means nothing. So don't tell me about guys having really good minicamps and guys making plays all across rookie minicamp and guys making plays all across OTAs. It means nothing to me because we've seen a lot of guys last year have these plays and didn't get a sniff. Of playing time when the season came. So it doesn't mean nothing to whoever's throwing the ball. My friend and my guy, Ben Danucci, got an invite to Broncos minicamp. He's going to sling it. That's going to get them to sign him. That's going to get him to training camp. It matters for some people, damn it. Yeah, it does. I mean, trust me, I'm a guy where it matters, but. <laughs> But for watching the Cowboys on Sundays when the season starts, yeah. we will not remember anything about rookie minicamp. Uh, this presentation was brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. That's Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. Listen to me on 97.1 The Freak, 7 to 11 a.m., Monday through Friday in DFW or on the iHeartRadio app if you're outside the listening area. Listen to Jesse Holly on uh, Believe, A to Z Sports, DallasCowboys.com, hanging with the boys every Tuesday this offseason at 11 a.m until we get to the season and it's every day. And remember, follow me on Facebook. And remember, I got to grow that one. I have a lot of people on Twitter. I don't have as many on Facebook. So I want people to follow me on Facebook too in case something happens.
Don't worry about it. Hey, remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.